Welcome to the Mummy Fit Time podcast, a place for busy women to find the secrets towards being the best version of themselves, both in physical and mental health. Join me, Nikki Kinnearum, your host and health advocate, as we discover why you might be feeling a certain way, how to move past this, and step into the version of you that brings you the most happiness. Not every woman's journey is the same, but through this podcast, I've no doubt that you will uncover things about yourself and have a little fun along the way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mummy Fit Time podcast. This is Nikki here, and today I will be talking to you you about exercising when pregnant. So what got me onto this subject is, well, not only do I train um, pre and postnatal women, uh, but I was reflecting on my own uh, pregnancy journey. And I know that for a lot of women, we worry when we're pregnant. We're worrying about all the things. Can we eat this? Should we be um, doing this? Um, And one of those worries is, uh, can I exercise? And I remember being uh, four weeks pregnant with my first and I made the call to my personal trainer at the time and said, well, I'm pregnant. I can't train anymore. Uh, And in hindsight, I kind of wish my trainer had come back with the words I needed to hear at that time, which is you can still train. In fact, training is beneficial to you and your baby. We just need to make some adjustments. So that's why I am here today to talk to you about that and how it is beneficial for your baby and um, how exercise can absolutely be possible while you're pregnant. Even if you've um, never done any resistance training before pregnancy or uh, lifted any weights, you can begin. It just depends on, um, I guess, different circumstances and what your background is. So let's get um, stuck into this podcast episode. So the first thing that we, um, I want to talk to you about is the benefits of exercise on your baby. So um, I'm going to start with a little bit of research and that is uh, around less body fat. So prenatal exercise may reduce the amount of glucose and fats mothers make available to their babies, which helps your babies to grow optimally. It can also contribute to better heart health. In a 2011 study from the Kansas City University of Medicine and Biosciences in Missouri, America, researchers assessed the heart activity of pregnant mothers and their infants to be. And they found evidence that aerobic activity affects babies in much the same way that it helps their mums. And a little bit more research for you. A 2013 study published by researchers at the University of Montreal found that babies born to exercising mothers had more mature brain function, more more advanced brains than uh, those born to the less active mums. That's really interesting, isn't it? Um, And it kind of makes you go, oh, well, it's benefiting baby. If I'm able to benefit my baby in this way, then exercise almost becomes a no-brainer. It can also decrease the resting heart rate of your baby and improve uh, the viability of your placenta. Uh, It can lower the birth weight of your baby. uh, So um, it can 
potentially improve neurodevelopment and uh, it can also lead to um, a leaner body mass at age five for the infant. So that's an interesting one, isn't it? By doing some exercise while um, your baby is within your your belly still, um, it can have long-lasting benefits. So around the age of five, they may still have leaner body mass as a result of that exercise, which is fascinating. The human body is absolutely fascinating. Then there's, of course, the exercise, uh, the, the benefits to you during your pregnancy. So how can you benefit you? And I know that as mums, quite often, where we come last, we come last in prioritizing ourselves. We come last in um, even thinking to um, prioritize ourselves uh, because we're so busy looking after everyone else. But when you're pregnant, there's actually some, um, by doing exercise when you're pregnant, it's a really great way of continuing to look after yourself as your baby grows. So what exercise can do, it can improve your core strength to support your spine and uh, helps you to carry your baby around during your pregnancy and during labor and birth. So it can reduce the back pain. It can also improve your posture as well, which is going to minimize that back pain. Uh, as with exercise um, at, for anyone pregnant or not, or not, exercise can improve your mood and create a really positive mindset. Uh, and particularly for your labor and your birth can create a really positive mindset because you know that your body is strong. It can improve muscle tone and your cardiovascular fitness. So that can mean that you can cope with labor better. Uh, it can tone your lower body to handle the demands of labor and birth. That's a huge thing I do with uh, the ladies um, that I train who are pregnant. We do a lot of concentrating on building up the lower body muscles so that you are able to um, maintain being in a squat position for longer. Um, because uh uh, during labor, it's shown that if you are in a um, standing position, that can uh, help get the baby moving through the birth canal faster than if you're in a laying down position. Uh, it also helps you to strengthen your upper body so that you're able to hold your baby afterwards and also so that you can hold yourself up during labor and when you're pushing. That's something I remember too through uh, one of my labors where I was doing the standing and my legs were able to hold, but my upper body just went so weak. Um, it also, by exercising during your pregnancy, it also reduces the likelihood of uh, experiencing symptoms associated with pregnancy. So those can be leg cramps, swelling, constipation, varicose veins, back pain and incontinence. Um, so, uh, in, in terms of incontinence, uh, especially working on your pelvic floor muscles as well throughout your pregnancy, um, because that not only helps after pregnancy, but also during the pregnancy. It can also decrease the risk of gestational diabetes, um, and your maternal glucose tolerance. Uh, and improve circulation and blood flow as well. So that benefits not only you, but also your baby as well. 
Um, it can also improve relaxation and possibly improve your sleep patterns. And I know that particularly when you're in your third trimester, sleeping can become quite difficult because you've got this uh, belly going on um, and it's hard to find uh, uh, comfortable positions. But by doing exercise, it can uh, help improve your sleep patterns. And here's a huge one as well. It can enhance your mental well-being and your self-esteem and self-confidence. Um, so that I think that's a really huge one in pregnancy and then going beyond your pregnancy as well, um, particularly around your mental well-being. By doing exercise when you're pregnant as well, it can improve your recovery time after birth. So um, it, it's almost like, when you're doing training for a marathon, and I know doing a marathon and giving birth are two very completely different things, but uh, what what basically it, it's um, it's almost a similar concept because um, you train for a marathon. You don't just get into a marathon and then run and then expect to recover really well. Generally, if you haven't done any training leading up to a marathon, you're going to be pretty, um, pretty tired, pretty exhausted, and your body is going to need a lot of recovery. However, when you have trained for a marathon, uh, you, your body is used to putting you through endurance. Uh, your body is used to um, going through that. So your recovery can be a lot faster. And that's similar to going through labor. You can recover much faster from your labor if you have done some uh, exercise training uh, and strengthening your muscles, etc., in the lead up to birth. Um, and uh, it can also increase placental growth and functional capacity. So I think I, I mentioned that in the, um, the benefits there with how it can benefit um, Bubby, but it, that's, it's a really good and handy one to, to know as well. And there's also some evidence um, around how doing exercise can reduce um, medical interventions in pregnancy for labor and birth for women who exercise. So uh, that can include um, the need for induction of labor. Um, it can reduce the need for an episiotomy. Oh, I can never say this word. Episiotomy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've got that word completely wrong. Episiotomy. There we go. I got it out. It uh, can also reduce the need for uh, instrumental births, such as forceps or a vacuum, and possibly the need for a cesarean. Now, I'm not saying that exercise will uh, reduce all of those things, but it can aid. So I guess if you're faced with, well, do I exercise or don't I exercise? It's good to know that, you know, by doing some exercise, it may aid with some of these uh, medical interventions. So there's a lot of evidence there to suggest that exercise during pregnancy is great um, for both you and your baby. But what happens if you've never been an exerciser? Uh, what if you're completely new to exercising and you're just starting your, or you're just starting your exercise journey again? So in decades past, the advice uh, given to uh, people that were pregnant were that, 
uh, was that exercise during pregnancy is not recommended. Uh, it's a bit similar to the low fat is best and aerobic exercise burns fat best mentality of the 90s. This advice seems to still stick around like a really bad smell. It has been revised um, to suggest that you don't start up exercise in your first trimester, but that is no longer a recommendation. So as you can probably guess, this advice has caused many women to be scared or anxious to exercise and health professionals um, are very conservative in their recommendations. But here's the thing, and I want you to really note this, for women with no contraindications, the benefits of exercise in pregnancy are so substantial that they far outweigh the risks. So contraindications, that could mean that you might have a pre-existing health condition. It might mean that um, you have gone through fertility treatment. Uh, So definitely listen to your healthcare provider if they're recommending whether you do or don't exercise. But um, it's really solid advice to keep in your mind that um, the benefits of exercise in pregnancy can far outweigh the risks. So what about miscarriage? Um, there's, I understand that the anxiety or fear of a miscarriage during pregnancy, um, and I remember the, especially the first stages of pregnancy where I just wanted to wrap myself in cotton wool and not move a muscle for the next months. Sadly, miscarriage is something that is beyond your control, regardless of whether you are wrapped in cotton wool or moving. Uh, The good news, though, is that research has shown that exercise in the first trimester does not increase the risk of miscarriage. It is recommended that you before, before you start exercise, it's important to check with your medical practitioner that you are safe to exercise. And this means a simple check to ensure you don't have any medical or obstetric reasons why exercise might be problematic for you or your baby. So let's say you've got the all clear from your medical practitioner. Now what? What types of exercise are safe during pregnancy? So to achieve and maintain a reasonable level of fitness uh, during your pregnancy, it's recommended that you aim for either one of the following. A session of moderate intensity exercise on all or most days of the weeks, or at least 150 minutes of exercise over a week, or 10,000 steps per day. And that is pretty on par with what is recommended for women in general, pregnant or not. So um, this could consist of cardiovascular exercise. It might be strength training, yoga, walking, swimming, anything that gets you moving. So the the thing with exercise um, and the type of exercise that you're doing during your pregnancy is that it is safe. It's a very individualized approach and it depends entirely on your comfort levels. So for me in my first uh, pregnancy, I was actually still teaching Zumba classes up till about 28 weeks pregnant, I think was the last time I taught a Zumba class. And that was because before my pregnancy, I had been teaching up to three Zumba classes per week. So for me, that was just felt very natural. It felt very safe. However, if you're new to exercise, you might like to start out instead of going 
super hard and doing three Zumba classes a week or whatever, you might like to start with a more gentler approach and find something that is comfortable for you, but also something that um, brings you joy. That's a huge thing around exercise, something that is going to bring you joy. The key is listening to your body. So rather than confusing you with um, a list of exercises that you should or shouldn't do, I just want you to be aware of the following things. And that is if you're feeling pain during or after exercise, um, then that's a sign that perhaps it isn't suiting your body. So the most common areas for pain in pregnancy tend to be the front of the pelvis. um, And that's known as symphysis pubic dysfunction or SPD. There's the back of the pelvis. um, That's also known as sacriolic joint pain or SI joint pain. There's the general lower back pain and then there's your knees. So you might be feeling stiff or pain in your lower back the day after a workout that has included some deadlifts, for example. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to eliminate those deadlifts entirely in your program, but you don't want to ignore the symptoms either. So pain and discomfort are good indicators that the body needs some additional support. And this can come from more optimal body alignment, more focused breathing, or reducing the load in the exercise. If you're working with a personal trainer, it's really important that you are uh, communicating with them and letting them know how you're feeling uh, during your workout and after your workout. If you're not training with a personal trainer, then it is very important for you to just take notice of how you're feeling. Another thing that exercise might do, um, and that possibly more so uh, in the later stages of your pregnancy, is leaking urine uh, during your exercise. It's not a normal function of the body. And despite all of the jokes about this being, this is just something that happens after kids, it's not actually um, a normal thing. It might be common, but it's not a normal function of the body. So uh, this uh, is a thing that happens during and after pregnancy, but leaking during exercise could show up um, in any movement. Most commonly running, jumping, skipping, doing heavy deadlifts or squats, chin-ups or lat pull-downs, high rep abdominal work. Um, So doing a lot of stuff with your abdominals. And in some instances, um, pain or discomfort, leaking doesn't automatically mean that a particular exercise is ruled out for you. It simply means that it's a clear warning sign that your body is asking you to tune in and maybe alter that exercise. And this is something that I really encourage with my postnatal clients. Um, And by postnatal, I mean any woman that has ever had a baby, regardless of their age. If you're doing an exercise that is uh, causing you to leak, you need to stop. You need to reassess and uh, modify that exercise. Don't push through um, because the leaking of uh, urine as I said, it's not a normal body function. There's some strengthening that needs to be done around um, your pelvic floor. And I recommend that you do see a women's health physiotherapist if that is occurring. So um, exercises that make you feel like your belly bulges out. So you get in the middle, later stages of pregnancy, you might be feeling as though your belly is bulging out all the time. 
there's a baby growing in there, of course. But what I'm talking about is a different sensation than simply being pregnant. What I mean is you should avoid exercises that make you feel a constant outward pressure along your abdominal wall. So it's not the same as muscle tension or feeling that your abs are working. It's more a sensation that makes you want to hold your belly up and to relieve the pressure because it's truly uncomfortable. So this might feel like straining in your abdominal muscles um, or something that feels like a direct pulling around your belly button uh, that increases when you're doing specific exercise. You might experience this sensation while you're in a front plank or while doing push-ups or any twisting movements. And to help reduce this bulging, pulling or straining sensation, you may need to elevate your plank or push up to an incline with your hands or bench, for example. So for example, if you are in a plank position, um, you would then uh, move so that you're more in an upright position. So the hands are then resting on a bench. Um, The belly bulging sensation could happen during any stage of pregnancy whether or not you even look pregnant. So that's something to be aware of. Okay, so just moving on there. So um, uh, exercise that makes you feel bulging in your perineum. So this is one way to pay particular attention uh, because it can directly impact your long-term pelvic health. Your perineum is the tissue that connects the vagina to the anus. And if you're feeling downward pressure or bulging on your perineum, this is a sign that the pelvic floor may not be coordinating optimally with the amount of pressure it's working against. A common example of this is um, during a squatting exercise where you might feel a bulging sensation on your perineum uh, when you go into the bottom of your squat. And if you experience this, take a closer look at your breathing patterns through your reps. And most importantly, make sure that you're not holding your breath. It's likely that just simply focusing on your breathing can help you to feel more supported in your pelvic floor and it might reduce the bulging sensation in your perineum. But I do want to um, stress that if you are feeling this, see a women's, uh, women's health physio. They will be able to provide you with more guidance around this. So... Um, exercise is a very individual approach. Um, for me personally, I found aqua aerobics was amazing during my third trimester as it removed all of the weight from my belly. But I've also got clients who work with me in the gym, the gym and do strength-based exercise. Um, and that provides a sense of strength and power in your body. Plus you can get really specific with muscular endurance, uh, which I mentioned before to assist you with, uh, through labor. Other women might prefer to go walking, kayaking, running, swimming, or doing aerobic classes. Um, So the key to finding or choosing exercise is it feels good on your body and doesn't cause any pain or discomfort. Your abdominal muscles and pelvic floor feel supported and you're not experiencing any sensations of pressure outwards on your belly or downwards onto your pelvic floor. And it feels moderately challenging but it doesn't feel like you're pushing your body to failure on any of your reps. Pregnancy is a great time to really tune in to your body and uh, to see what your body is actually telling you. Remember though, that there is no pregnancy exercise badge of honor. 
Okay. You don't have to be pushing yourself to fatigue or finishing the workout and feeling like you need to lie on the floor to catch your breath. That's not, we, we're not trying to earn that badge of honor here. Okay. Um, so I think that that's really important to be aware of. Tune into your body uh, and how you're feeling within your body. So that's, I guess, a, a very quick summary of uh, why exercise is so beneficial for you during pregnancy um, and not only for you, but for your baby as well. And uh, why exercise um well, I, I pretty much just said that is why it's beneficial for you, but why why you can be and why it's okay for you to be doing exercise during pregnancy. Of course, if you've got any questions around exercise, do speak to your health uh, practitioner or women's health physio, or of course, you're always welcome to send me a message as well. Uh, just head on over to my website, which uh, is in the show notes, but it is mummyfittime.com.au. And remember that spelling is M-U-M-M-E-F-I-T-T-I-M-E. And over on uh, my website, there is a contact form if you want to send me an email, or there are also extra resources on there that will provide you with uh, guidance for exercising, not only through pregnancy, but post-pregnancy as well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. And um, I look forward to hearing about your journey, your exercise journey while you're pregnant uh, and if you want to tag me on instagram mummy fit time uh, so that i can see and hear about your pregnancy journey um delights and exercise and all the good things that happened uh through your pregnancy this episode was brought to you by Reset and Thrive, a place for tired, time-poor and overwhelmed women who want to change their health, fitness or lifestyle, but getting there seems impossible. They don't want the guilt because they can't find time, hate the feelings of desperation when they look in the mirror and are over the constant exhaustion. Reset and Thrive is a holistic membership that provides a clear guide that helps you to develop strategies towards achieving your ideal you. It's a path that supports you to reset, build on and take action towards your daily health and self-care practices to form long-term habits and ultimately thrive. It's a place where you are supported by women on a similar journey, obtain coaching and guidance and to be held accountable without worrying that you are failing or not doing enough. We're all busy. Reset and Thrive meets you where you're at and helps you to grow in your health at your own pace. As a member of Reset and Thrive, moving towards your ideal health, fitness or lifestyle becomes achievable and importantly, sustainable. Doors will be opening soon to Reset and Thrive. So if you haven't done so already, pop on over to my website uh, and uh, sign up to the waitlist so that you can be one of the first to know when doors open next for Reset and Thrive. If you enjoyed this episode of the Mummy Fit Time podcast, I would love for you to head on over to Apple iTunes and leave a review. By doing so, it helps to spread the word and the message about what I have to offer the women of the world and how I can help them improve their own health and fitness journey. Thanks again for listening to this episode and I look forward to catching you on the next episode of the Mummy Fit Time podcast.